I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. No doubt about it, it has been an extremely difficult year for businesses. Many facing closures, having to let staff go. It has not been easy. However, some local businesses have thrived despite the challenges presented by COVID. And I want to shine a light on them throughout the show today. I'm going to be chatting with Donna Quigley. He is one half of the Handmade Soap Company. They set up in Slane, County Meath. And they've gone from strength to strength since 2008 when they set up at their kitchen table. And this year, they have started to make hand sanitizer to go alongside their soaps, hand creams and body oils. And they also created a pioneering new product range that reinvents how we consume products from home. They have introduced the world's first 100% compostable pouch developed in their company in Slane. And I also have Billy Lawler, Lawler, CEO of CTI Business Solutions. They have experienced a surge in requests for home office setups as well. And they're both doing such great work at the moment. Delighted to have both Billy and Donna on the line. How are you doing, guys? Very good. Very good. Listen, it's great to have you both with me. Now, Billy, I'm going to chat with you first of all because uh, I want to chat about CTI Business Solutions. Tell me first of all about the company. You have offices now in Drogheda and in Dock, isn't that right? Yeah. Um, yes, Sinead. We're in the CTI is in business 20 years and CTI is a goods and services provider in several areas. So we do commercial and retail business in uh, IT uh, support and hardware installation, security systems and CCTV and office furniture and supplies. Um, we have a head office in Dundalk and our office centre in Drogheda. Fantastic. So 20 years in business, uh, but I imagine nothing like the challenges that you faced this year. Tell me, prior to COVID hitting, how, how was business going for you? Uh, business was pretty vibrant. I mean, we, uh, I think all business in Ireland and the economy in general, it, it had been reset after the recession. And although we had tough times then, I mean, business had found a way of moving forward properly and, and uh, I suppose, effectively. So, yeah, business was good. Business was good. Now, then we all uh, experienced lockdown. Leo Radker told us all to stay at home. Did you panic initially? Like, what was going through your mind uh, at that time? I mean, were you thinking about the potential losses? Um, well, I mean, our retail business tanked initially. And with many, like, commercial cancellations, probably 40% of our business was either uh, turned off or cancelled. So... I wouldn't say panic because we have we, we have 30 staff here and mm. it was worry uh, more so than panic. I mean, a lot of livings depending on on CTI and, and on everything. So what we had to do is uh, we have a great staff here. They all came together and decided moving forward that uh, we would try and identify areas where we could uh, improve and and target new business because 
it was a reality and you know, we weren't looking to thrive. We were looking to survive. Absolutely. And and survive you did and thrive to an extent because, you know, suddenly we're all working from home and, you know, we need to be set up with, with all of our office solutions that we would need from home. So this is kind of where things started to kick up a notch for you. Yeah, well, I mean, things were kind of down on the floor and there was, go- I suppose, the government initiatives that were introduced allowed us, you know, to keep our to keep our size, to keep our scale, to keep our people. And we had to try. It wasn't, it wasn't a choice. I mean, you, we had to either stand up or lie down. So um, initially, of course, uh, we started getting calls for home office setups. So we, we had massive cancellations in work everywhere. So we had people uh, coming into work on the Monday. And we were one of the lucky ones because we were allowed to stay open. We were considered an essential business. And that's all very well. But all of a sudden, when the taps are turned off, you know, any business is good. And it started off, I suppose, our increase started off with the home office setups. And lucky enough, we had a stock and uh, we were ready to go there. So we juggled a few things. And uh, in fairness, because there was a lot of anxiety yeah. amongst people coming to work. When everywhere is closed down, you have people saying, well, am I safe to come to work? Uh, you know, you know, can I, you know, am I putting my family at risk? So, you know, we have to send a huge thanks to our people that said we will we will go out and we'll do these jobs under certain circumstances. So, you know, of course, we had to send out goods. For, we, we had to stop engineers coming into the office and we had to send out the goods to sites so that they could work. But, we, yeah, we got by. You got by, absolutely. And you did refocus as well because you pivoted towards kind of, you know, uh, remarketing the, the thermal cameras and screening equipment, which meant that other businesses could open then once they had these in place. Yeah, well, I mean, it was the crews here. I mean, we have very experienced crews of people. And I was personally blown away because I'm not the genius in this piece. So, for example, our CCTV people went on training courses, uh, found out about uh, the thermal cameras that were available and how to work them, how to set them up and how to promote them. So um, we had our crews here working on alternatives that kind of worked out for us. So, um yeah, we were just desperate to stay trading and wondering how to keep people safe. So we sourced the thermal cameras. We set them up in our own shops so it was safe for whatever staff we had to come in were coming in. And then uh, we sourced, I suppose, COVID-related products because we have a very loyal uh, customer base. So where we had the drops, we just sourced other product and, and marketed, marketed it, hoping that our, um, our customers would maybe take take it up and they did so again where we lost on one side we slowly built back on the other oh, absolutely you know, and and it's fantastic to to see that in in a local business and to shine a light on it now i just want to bring in donald quigley he's from the handmade soap company in slane county mead uh how you doing donna donna great you can hear me there great. Now, listen, first of all, I have to say big congratulations to you because you have succeeded in creating the world's first 100% compostable pouch, which you're using to send out your new product range, uh, Anam. Tell me about this. This is fantastic news for you guys. Uh, thanks very much, Sinead, and thanks for having us. Yeah, so the, the, the compostable pouch, it's new technology. It's actually been two years in development. Um, ultimately, it's made from corn. So the idea is, we, we've produced an absolutely beautiful it's smoked amber glass bottle. And the idea is it's a keeper. It looks so stunning. It's, it's almost a piece of furniture. So that's for our wash and our lotion. Well, do you know what, Donna? We had this conversation on text here this morning because I was talking about, you know, the good candles and the good things that you don't light. So this sounds like one of those kind of products. 
well, we, we want you to use it. We don't <laughs> want you to put it there, but we want you to keep the bottle. And then the idea is when the bottle's empty, we just post you out a, a refill in the compostable pouch and it's in a cardboard box that is made from recycled card and is fully compostable and fits through your letterbox. So basically, comes to you through the post, you fill it, refill your glass bottle and then just throw it in your food waste. Oh, it's fantastic. And sustainability and doing your part to protect the environment, reducing waste, this is something that's very important to yourself and your wife, Gemma, isn't that right? Yeah, it's just always been one of the pillars of the company. Like, it's, it's obviously very in the moment now, but we it's just what we've always done. So we're, we're in the old mill down in and then there they use um, the turbine to create the, the power for the complex that comes off the river. We've always uh, recycled all of our card on site, so we shred it up and use it for all our packaging for our internet orders. We've even got bees out the back that we use their beeswax in some of our products. And now this... This new range has probably been the full expression of the greenest technology we, we can get our hands on at the moment. That's fantastic. And, you know, being a soap company, you know, I can only imagine uh, business increased during COVID. But uh, tell me, what has this year been like for you? Did you experience, like uh, Billy was saying there, a bit of a, a decline and then a resurgence again? Or how did things go? It's just been strange here for the world in general. But, like, for us, it's been really strange. In, in, in a positive way and all kind of unplanned for us. So what happened was in around February this year, like a, in, a, in a normal year, about 30% of our business is um, supplying nice hotels with some of the little minis for the rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's so, so a nice place like Castle Leslie and Mount Juliet and, and the Lodge at Ashford and these kind of places. And in, a, in around February this year, oh yeah, so all the plastic we use for these... Um, miniature bottles and it ties in with our sustainability for the last couple of years it's been pco plastic which is called post-consumer recycled plastic which basically means it was it used to be coca-cola bottles or drink bottles it gets melted down into pellets and then reused into the bottles we use so it's all about you know closing that um packaging loop yeah so anyway in the, we, we get that that those bottles made specially for us. And in February, we realised there was a serious supplies or serious pressures on the supply chain. So we did a bit of investigating, and we, we kind of knew that something was coming, and that the, you know the, the, the pressures on the plastic supply chain were due to requirements for hand sanitizer and for some of the, the bigger corporations for their needs. So. We'd always made an alcohol cleaning agent in the factory to because we're, we're cosmetics manufacturing, so we have to keep all the surfaces absolutely spotless. So we, we got ready to go into hand sanitizer production around February. Now, what mm. happened then, I think it was, the, was it Friday the 13th of March? In the round yes, day, it was, yeah. The national lockdown got announced and suddenly... We had no one to sell our products to, uh, as well as the hotels. Obviously, we supply lovely boutique gift shops around the country and nationwide, the likes of Avoca, Kilkenny, and BTs and Arnett and those kind of places. So, so we were ready to close the doors that day, but we knew we, we had the capacity to make this hand sanitizer and we had it lined up. So we launched that actually on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. And things just went a bit crazy for a while. So so it was just this particular moment in time where there was none of this uh, product available in the country. Yes, there was a bit of a shortage, yeah. Yeah, and we just happened to have it. And um, so word got out and 
that 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 was crazy for a while, and we had to double our workforce and and uh, you know unplanned for but very you know g- good for, good for our business and ultimately we were providing a product that people wanted and needed at that particular moment in time. Absolutely, I and I know that that's very much about your business model. You know, you're you're very much about customer first and you know providing something for them, and uh, you absolutely jumped to, to to meet that demand. I just want to bring uh, Billy back in on this because um, Billy, in terms of you know the challenges that we've. Um, faced and particularly those in business the last while it, you know how have you kept yourself motivated throughout all of this well i think it was uh, it was very easy i mean i suppose for us we were very very fortunate to to be allowed to stay open and i can't stress that enough because if we'd have been closed down like most other businesses were i mean it would have left us with a completely different problem and we were also lucky i suppose to be in an area of business where it was very easy for us to just deflect slightly left or right. So, I mean, the challenge probably was the motivation, but really the, the team here left. I mean, I'm, I'm only one of them. So, you know, I can't, as I said before, I, our staff here take total credit for the changes that we did. You know, I mean, like even the marketing people, we, we uh, I suppose now with the situation that it is in retail, everyone has turned to online buying. So yeah. you don't have an online presence and you don't, you know, develop that part of your business. You, you know, you're behind the eight ball, so to speak. So, um, you know, we used a, car, a, a local company called Marketing uh, for me. We got them in and we, they developed our website, our online buying website. And over a period of six months, it grew and it grew and it grew. And that helped us through this as well. Again, it was only plugging gaps that were kind of created by COVID. Like, our success is not leveled at having a huge, fantastic year. It was getting through the year. Well, that's exactly it, getting through the year, exactly. And uh, Donna, in terms of, you know, your own situation, as, as Billy has said there, you have a very strong online presence as well. Uh, you know, what, what, you know, would you say to local businesses that might be struggling at the moment, that might have to close their doors? Is online the key to success for you as well? It's one of the keys, and I think um, I think this year the COVID pandemic has accelerated a lot of things. Not all bad, um, but you know there's obviously a trend towards online, and that's been what might have happened in five years has happened in one year. So online is a part to play, but let's not neglect that still in this COVID world, there's a lot of purchases made offline as well. And, you know, the, the, the high street will change, but mm. it's the bricks and mortars retailer uh, and, and traditional retail, albeit in a developed form, will still have a big role to play over the next few years. And I think we need to be mindful that we don't let that go. Um, I think some of the positive changes that might come out of this is the consumer just expects more and deserves more and demands yeah. more some experiential retail and customer service has never been more prominent. Oh, absolutely. Now. Absolutely. Listen, I'm going to have to leave it there, but I was delighted to have both of you on and shine a light on two local businesses who are pivoting, doing their best to keep themselves going. I wish you continued success and hoping 2021 is an easier year for you. Thank you both for joining me on the show today. Thanks a million for having us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.